0: Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Anonymous.
1: Hi, Ben and Nathan. I was watching an episode of Demon Daily where Nathan said you should be getting all A pluses if your school offers them. I initially thought this statement was absurd because my college advisor said, an A plus is nothing more than an A with a fancy symbol next to it. (laughs) Turns out my college advisor is wrong shocker that's 3X4. not a shock at all <laughs> we've been in this business
0: for a long time we have heard terrifyingly bad advice coming from college advisors that's not to say that all college advisors are bad or wrong but many college advisors don't know what the fuck they're talking about and it could be true that at your school an a plus does not give you a 4.3 it just gives you a 4.0 exactly like an a does and in that case for the purposes of your college transcript, an A plus is nothing more than an A with a fancy symbol next to it. But that's not how the law school admission council sees it. The law school admission council sees it as a distinction that means something. And even if your school doesn't award 4.3 for an A plus, LSAC does. Yeah. You know, at a school like this where it doesn't matter, you could increase your GPA by going around just like begging for a pluses like, like yeah. i'm getting an a in this class can you please make it an a plus it doesn't do anything it doesn't advantage me over anyone else at this school because yep. and some it,
1: people are gonna be like yeah sure fine get out of my face i'll do it for but you. but i'm
0: applying to law school so if i get the a that i am expecting you know currently my average is a 99 in this class yep if i get a 99 average could you maybe put the plus on there and the professor might have no idea that it matters. And the professor might just be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. It's
1: a fancy symbol. Maybe you can go back
0: and get old A's changed to A pluses, you know, Hey, I did really well in this class. I think I might've gotten the highest grade in the class. Is that true? Okay. Yeah. Well I'm applying to law school and here's how this works differently. And is there any chance you could change that grade to an A plus? Yep. Great way to ask. It's, That's the type of asking, shit that lawyers do. I mean, but you're
1: not being a jerk about it, right? It's perfect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they want to do favors for you, by the way. I mean, if you've got the highest grade in their class, they want to do whatever they can do for you.
1: Yeah. Well, plus how many kids come to their professors and talk to them?
0: No, yeah, The fact and that show, you're just even there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see that all the time. I mean, participation bump, you know, just for showing up, all of a sudden a B plus turns into an A minus. That's a huge bump a 3.3 yeah. 3 turns into a 3.7 yeah from bumping a uh you know it's oh it's just one it's not even a full letter grade it's just a just a partial letter grade bump but yeah, a partial but that's letter where the grade scale bump is exactly lot, the type of right? thing that makes a difference <laughs> when you're applying to the top law schools or applying to any law schools oh it can make yeah. a huge difference
1: no one's competing between a <laughs> A 3.8 and a 3.0, they're competing between a 3.8 and a 3.7 or a 3.65. Those things matter. That's where all the competition is taking place. Anyways, Anonymous continues. After discovering the LSAC grades on a 4.33 scale, I plugged in my grades to discover my 4.0 was a 4.18. With that being said, do you believe I shouldn't be studying for the LSAT unless I get all
0: A pluses? That's what we said. I mean, that's our initial advice, right?
1: Yeah, that's our initial advice. Although I am thinking right now, this person does, if they really do have a 4.18, what's the marginal benefit of going higher? They're already above the 75th percentile for all schools. Yeah, true. So maybe not, maybe not in your case, but that's because you have above the 75th percentile.
0: Whereas to have a 4.18, that means that you got more than half A pluses. (laughs) Like, the only way to get a four point one eight would be to have more than half of your transcript is a plus and the remaining transcript is a's. I question your the, whatever calculator you used, wherever you plugged in your grades. Um, you know, do you really have more than half a pluses on your resume? That'd be hard to do. I mean, sorry, on your transcript. But if you have. Yeah, you you should have half a pl- more than half a pluses and the rest a's if you really do have a four point one eight.
1: I mean, the 75th percentile GPA at Stanford is a 3.99. At Yale, it's a
0: 3.99. So well, lots of schools that don't even give A pluses. You lucked out an hour at a school that gives A pluses. And it sounds like you've been getting a lot of them. So that's fantastic.
1: So even if you get all A's from now on, I think you're still <laughs> you're going to be well above their 75th percentile. So I don't know that it's, it matters at this point. I think the marginal benefit is
0: low. <laughs> that said... If you really are going to go to Harvard, Stanford, Yale, why not? Want to read the rest of Anonymous's email?
1: Yep. Regardless of your answer, I'd like to thank you guys for shifting the way I think about my grades. Instead of fighting with my teachers to just barely squeak out A's, I've gotten my nose so brown that I've been consistently scoring perfectly on all my tests and assignments. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, you know, that habit right there is going to help you immensely in your next educational experience of law school
0: and in legal practice, especially if you're going to go to big law. I mean, yeah. we read that uh, horrible slide a couple episodes ago on thinking LSAT, um, where the big law associate was training or the senior associate was training the junior associates. And one of the requirements was your work is perfect and yesterday and you're fully responsible for it and don't ask for help. It's like, well, that's the. okay. so you are consistently scoring perfectly on all your tests and assignments. Yeah, that's what this world is. That's what you're going to be doing if you're going to be a successful lawyer.
1: You know, I actually have a different concern for anonymous. I'm worried about anonymous 15 years from now, 20 years from now, looking back at a career in which they've killed it. But at the expense of everything else. In their life. Oh. I just want to make sure that Anonymous is getting A's, A pluses, but also then ending the day at five, at seven, right. at whatever, and like being with friends, talking to family, going and doing a sport. You you might have like got this game figured out. But so much so that you're
0: missing other games. Take care of your physical and mental health so that you can live a long and happy life instead of, you know, if you let your physical body decline and your mental health decline. Because and your friendships. You're so busy grubbing for these A pluses. Yeah. It's like, what are you? It could be a hollow victory is yes. what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't get us wrong. We are not encouraging people to go into big law. We're not encouraging people to go to law school at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we neither of us are happy. We went to law school. Neither of us want to practice law. So, you know, if you decide you want to do something else, more power to you. But if you do want to go into this world of big law, then, yeah, I mean, it's a place for extraordinarily high achievers. In one specific game. (laughs) In one specific game. And is it worth it? That's a question that only you can answer. Is it worth it?
1: Yeah. You also have to keep in mind, too, that if you are aware that there are these other games going on, and by other games, I'm referring to friendships, physical health, just life, right, outside of this world, you can taper back a little bit, right? Even here, right? Just just get the A's. (laughs) And then have a life outside of that. And you can still probably get the most elite schools and best offers available and have these other things, at least some of them. And yeah. that and that marginal benefit from a little bit of time with friends or family or whatever is going to be huge at the beginning. And so it's a it's a probably a huge trade-off. I hope that makes sense, but it sounds like you're pretty savvy with all this. And so maybe it does, but
0: anyways, don't get yeah. us wrong. We're not telling you to get a minuses. I mean, we're telling you to maintain your above 4.0 GPA. Yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, if you can figure out a way to put it in a box where you're like, okay, I'm going to be Brown nosing from nine to five Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to like have a life the rest of the time. That is <laughs> certainly optimal for having optimal. a balanced and happy life. Yep. Cool.
1: Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.